Welcome back to Take Once a Week, your weekly source of all things pharmacy that you should care about. Subscribe to this podcast on Anchor, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere that you listen to music. The date today is Thursday, July 15th, and here's your midweek news. I'll go ahead and kick off the episode today with some of the biggest news for this week, and it all revolves around Biogen's controversial interactions with the FDA that led to the approval of Aduhelm. If you haven't been in tune with the past few episodes, allow me to provide a brief update on what's been going on surrounding this product. Around a month and a half ago, Biogen received FDA approval for its amyloid beta-directed antibody drug, Adicanumab, brand name Aduhelm. This drug is said to rid the brain of small bodies called amyloid plaques that are a known contributor to the acceleration of Alzheimer's. It should also be noted that Aduhelm has never claimed to completely eradicate Alzheimer's, but rather slow down its progression of cognitive decline. This is all fine, but the controversy arises based off the clinical data Biogen provided to the FDA surrounding Aduhelm's efficacy, which wasn't super promising initially. In 2015, the FDA shot down Biogen's request for approval for the product, citing that the Phase 3 clinical trials simply weren't promising enough for the FDA's seal of approval. This wasn't the end of the journey, however, as Biogen would go up for approval again by the FDA with the same drug, only this time they had a phase 3 trial that was showing positive results after Biogen claimed to have reviewed additional data. Many individuals have cited the FDA's support in the matter, given that last November, at a meeting of outside experts convened by the FDA, Officials from the regulator appeared to advocate in favor of the drug, even presenting their views in a joint document together with Biogen's. The advisory committee of the FDA, however, overwhelmingly voted against the drug. A recently published investigation by Stat News found a top FDA official met with Biogen's chief medical officer in May of 2019, before the drug was submitted for approval, which one would imagine appears sketchy in the eyes of the public, hence the controversy. The public isn't the only body asking questions about the topic, however, as this past week on July 9th, FDA Acting Commissioner Janet Woodcock called for additional external review of the events leading to the approval of Aduhelm, citing that the Health and Human Services Inspector General should review interactions between Biogen executives and agency officials during the review process and ultimately determine whether these contacts violated FDA rules. She also stated that she herself would fully comply with any investigation should one be necessary. The link to her tweet announcing this decision can be found in the podcast description under links. The next story comes from an article published by Jonathan Gardner of BioPharmaDive that I will have linked in the podcast description. Eli Lilly and Novo Nordisk are two of the nation's biggest manufacturers of insulin, a drug used to treat diabetes. They both currently produce products like Trulicity and Basaglar from Lilly, and Traceba and Victoza from Nova. Traceba and Basaglar are long-acting insulin products, while Victoza and Trulicity are basic non-insulin glucose-controlling injections. Since these two manufacturers have been in competition for so long, trying to gain the most market share, you would imagine that they are in the constant pursuit of the next big breakthrough to one-up each other. And you would be right. Novo has lately been developing a new type of insulin known as glucose-responsive insulin ever since its acquisition of Xylo in 2018, and they recently started Phase 1 trials last year. The main risk of normal insulin treatment is hypoglycemia, 
and glucose-responsive insulin prevents this by displaying selectivity to glucose in complex environments such as blood, thereby the drug only activates when glucose levels rise. As Novo Nordisk did in 2018, Eli Lilly is now planning to acquire biotech Protomer Technologies in what will be a $1 billion deal. Glucose-sensing insulin is the next frontier and has the potential to revolutionize the treatment and quality of life of people with diabetes by dramatically improving both therapeutic efficacy and safety of insulin therapy, said Ruth Jimeno, Lilly's Vice President of Diabetes Research and Clinical Investigation. On the topic of Eli Lilly and Alzheimer's, the Indianapolis-based company has been in the process of developing and receiving approvals for its new drug, Denanumab. The drug acts similarly to Biogen's adekanumab in that it is an investigational antibody that targets a modified form of beta amyloid called N3PG, according to Eli Lilly's investor website linked below. Recently, the FDA gave Lilly breakthrough therapy designation for denanumab. Breakthrough therapy authorization is meant to expedite the development and review of drugs that are intended to treat a serious condition such as Alzheimer's. It is only provided when preliminary clinical evidence indicates that the drug may demonstrate substantial improvement on a clinically significant endpoint over already available therapies that have received full FDA approval. On Tuesday and Wednesday, Stat News hosted their Breakthrough Science Summit at which Eli Lilly's CEO, David Ricks, stated the company hopes to gain this approval for business reasons, competitive reasons, but more importantly, patient reasons. That's all I have for you this week on Take Once a Week. If you enjoyed this episode and others like it, be sure to subscribe, and I'll see you next time.